0: You have just tuned into the breeze filming with Sailor Prince, always striving to deliver a great song for Jesus Christ. All right, you have tuned into the Praise Domain with Sarah Praise. We are going to be talking about loving your neighbors. And we're going to be coming from Matthews 5, 44, and 45, as well as Matthew 7, and 19. Your neighbors need your love and your prayers. That's what we're talking about today. Your neighbors need your love and your care. Matthews 5 and 45, uh, 44 and 45 states, But I say unto you, love your enemies, bless them that curse you, do good to those that hate you, and pray for them that dis- which despitefully use you, and persecute you, that ye may be the children of your Father which is in heaven. For he maketh his Son to rise on the evil and on the good, and sendeth rain on the just and on the unjust. That was Matthews five forty-four and 45. Matthews 7 and 19. States, every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hold down and cast into the fire. We're talking about your enemies needing your love and your prayers. On this journey of where God is taking us and our missions and our purpose, fulfilling his will and his purpose, we are going to come against a lot of individuals, seen and unseen, um, that are against what we're trying to do. They may uh, do so, present that through nasty words, kind of trying to hinder and sabotage what you got going on. Sometimes even, I would even say, um, it is important to note that sometimes we stand in the way of ourselves, of what God has planned for our lives, for his will and for his glory. And so it is very important that we Not get in the mindset of attacking our enemies because, you know, the haters, you know, trying to get back at them for what they've done to us, but we have to definitely love them. And the reason being is because a lot of times the word of God tells us that our enemy will uh, turn out to be our footstools. A lot of times our enemies are helping the process of what God is doing, but also because of the fact we're supposed to love everybody. You know, love thy neighbor as thyself we, not only are we attacked in certain circumstances, but there are situations where we serve as the attacker, we serve as the hater, we serve as the individual that is trying to sabotage. And because the enemy, if we're not careful about, you know, our lifestyle, the enemy can use us against the will of God and his purpose toward others. So it's very important to definitely love our neighbors. We want to bless them them that curse us because the fact of the matter is is that blessings are stronger than curses. That's the first and foremost thing. Anybody that strives to curse you, if you believe in the almighty God, you better know for real, for real, that the blessings of the Lord definitely overpower any curse that is put on you. Um, the enemy is, you know, not going to win. He can't win. The only time that he's able to defeat an individual um, um, is if that individual is not believing in the power that they have been designated with. First of all, you know, we can speak those things that be not as if they already were. Yes, that's right. We can speak life and death through the power of our tongue. God has uh, anointed our tongues to be able to uh, bring about life and also to bring about death. And so if we are allowing for an individual's tongue to bring about death upon us, and we are are accepting that um, That is how um, the enemy can defeat what we're trying to do. But if you believe in the power of the almighty God in which you serve, and uh, someone is trying to curse you, love conquers all. Love conquering all will definitely overpower any curse that is put upon you. The other thing is a lot of times... We have to understand, but we have to reconsider the fact that there were curses that was even put on Jesus. Jesus was attacked and he was cursed and he was spit upon. And yet and still, when it all came down to the nitty gritty and he was on the cross and about to give up the ghost, he asked for the father to forgive the sins of man. How about that? Even after everything that he went through, he still asked for forgiveness and gave the that they don't even know what they're doing. They don't even know who I am, Father. Please forgive them. And we have to have that same stance. Last week, I talked about, you know, there was like a real fad that was going on back when I was in school between my fifth grade year up until my middle school years. And that fad was, what would Jesus do? And um, in that stance, when a person is coming up against you and they're attacking you and they don't trying to do all matter of evil against you, guess what? do what Jesus did. And what Jesus did was he blessed those that, um, that cursed him. He did good to them that hated him. And he prayed for those that despitefully used him. And we have to do the same. How about that? For those that dislike you, you know, Hey, it is what it is. Not everybody is going to like us. It's sad at times. You know, a lot of times people misjudge who we are and what we do and it is what it is. But we still have to do good to those that hate us. We have to show our kindness and we have to serve as a witness. You know, a lot of times when we go against the grain of um, evil things or negative things, what we're actually doing is we're presenting the love of Jesus. We're allowing for our light to shine up on the hill. How about that? We're lot allowing for our light to shine. I think about um, the story of Stephen and in the midst of him narrating the story of this, the history of the Jews and everything that kind of started from the beginning all the way up into the time of where he stood at that very point and uh, Jesus being crucified and all of that. I think about, I think about the fact that I'm sure that he began, in the midst of what he was doing, he began to see the the enemy in the midst of what was going on. You know, you know the people, you know, kind of giving him dirty looks um, and kind of, because I don't know about you, but when, you know, when someone's being used as the enemy against you, um, I can see it, I can feel it, you know, and I'm sure that um, in the purity of what Steven was doing, he definitely could sense that there was an attack that was about to take But in uh, the scripture, it states that in the midst of him speaking, that he had begun to glow. How about that? He had begun to glow. And um, that is, and he was, all he was doing was fulfilling um, his purpose, fulfilling his duty and um, speaking the word of God. Now, I mean, if that happened to Stephen, you know, that definitely it should be a sign of what we ought to be doing in spite of what is being said about us in spite of the curses that are being put against us despite of uh, the persecution that may come our way we have to still shine our light we still have to glorify the king and abide by his rulings um on our lives and speak with thus say of the lord point blank so um a lot of times um and I spoke about this last week, a lot of times, you know, uh, the world will say, well, if somebody attacks you, you better attack them back. Um, And as being a parent, it's kind of hard. Like, you know, when, you know, someone's like... Trying to go after your your kid or whatever, you know you the first thing you want to do is our nature to attack back, but the word of God definitely tells us that we have to um, we have to bless them that curse us. We have to love our enemies, and we have to definitely shine our light um, by showing by showcasing what God is able to do in crazy situations like that. Um, we too can definitely stand as Stephen and have that glow upon us as we continue to believe in the almighty God, having faith that he's going to take care of the situation and not worrying about what is going to happen to this bodily flesh of ours because our souls, our souls, our souls is the ultimate goal that we're trying to save, not these bodies. All right. So, um, Then we go on to uh, verse 45 when it states that ye may be the children of your father, that ye may be the children of your father. If you are able, hallelujah, if you're able to withstand um, the calamity that is put against you from your enemies and love them despite what is going on, then you'll be considered definitely. You'll definitely be labeled as a child of the father. And that was the situation with Stephen. Stephen, I mean, hey, you know, they're they're pretty much as he's talking, they're saying they're pretty much giving him the deliberation of what his sentence is going to be. You are about to die, kid. How about that? But you know what? He continued to stand on the word of God and have his faith boldly providing um, the evidence of what plan for his life was. And because of it, he was able, that glow, that glow came upon him and he was able to be accepted. How do we know he was able to be accepted? Because the scripture specifically states um, that he opened up his eyes. When he opened up his eyes, he was able to see the Father standing waiting for him, ready to welcome him into the kingdom. What type of welcome is that? We may be children of the Father which is in heaven if we would love our neighbors despite what they do to us. And for he maketh his son to rise on the evil and the good, and he sendeth rain on the just and the unjust. So I believe that if we would love our neighbor's we are doing a better service to them by us really just standing on the word of God and showing love to those that truly try to take us out, knowing that they are being used of the enemy to do so. Then not only are we exhibiting the love of Christ, but we're doing something even greater. We never know what that witness can do. And a perfect example of that is the fact that through the life of Stephen, I'm sure even though it doesn't talk about it specifically, but I'm sure that Saul Saul definitely, it triggered something in him. I'm sure that once he was converted, the life of Stephen, the the message that he provided um, in his stance definitely took a weight on his life. It took a weight on not just the fact that he was persecuting the early church, but I, I truly believe that the witness of Stephen shined bright in his life. That witness is important, especially in a time frame that we live in where wrong is right and right is wrong. And you have an individual that is standing on right and saying, look, this is, this is the word of God. And no matter what anybody says what the government says this is what i'm going to do let me tell you something you know it you know it may not look like it you know it may not look like that um your enemy is grabbing something or a uh, 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 benefiting from you showing love to them. But trust me, the witness is going to outshine the bad. Regardless of what's going on, no matter what that individual thing, it may be on their dying bed. They may think about that situation that they had with you and you stood for Christ no matter what. Trust and believe. It is going to come back. And so it is important. Our enemies need us to love them. They need for us to pray for them. And I've been just talking about Love, but then you have to go take it a step further and pray for those individuals. You have got to pray for them regardless. You have to dismiss the hate and the discontent that you have within yourself and love them regardless. And why do we need to do that? Because the fact of the matter is is that Jesus did it for us. When we had those moments when we disassociated ourselves from him, when we said that he wasn't good enough, when we chose other things as idols and we worshiped those other things and negated the fact that he was the one that saved us, (laughs) he still said, Lord, Father, please forgive them for they know not what they do. That, that just wasn't for the early church. That just wasn't for, for the Jews of that time frame. That was for each of us because in each day of our lives, there is something uh, or within our lifespan, there is something, there are situations each season of our lives. We are having to make crucial decisions that um, both affect ourselves as well as the will of God as well as those around us that witness. And so we have to pray for others that treat us wrongly. We have to, because that's the that's that acting of forgiveness. Realizing that we're not perfect, very easily can we be in that same the same shoes where we're doing the very same things as someone else. And I've had situations in my life where um, I was very strong on a certain topic and <laughs> very, very gently the Lord would remind me, you know, you just never know. And I've had some situations where that very, you just never know, came true, where I served as the person that was the persecutor and uh, the attacker. Um, And, you know, it's, it's only but by the grace of God that I'm able to say that I'm sure that the prayers, I'm you know, I'm more sure that um, the anger of it probably stayed in um, the hearts and minds of different ones. But I I there are times where I can feel the forgiveness. I can feel that those things are being let go, but we have to love them. We have to pray for them. And sometimes it's even good just to even let them know that I'm praying for you. You know, regardless, that may make them mad. <laughs> that may make some of them mad, but you know, deep down one day, Maybe even, uh, this is one song, what does it say? Um, Don't wait till midnight. I love that song. It's one of my favorites. Don't wait till midnight. But it may be during those midnight hours when they may remember that, that prayer, that fact that you said that you would pray for them. You know, loving our neighbors is important. But then Matthew 7 and 19 says, every tree that that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewed down and cut down and cast into the fire. Let me tell you something. This is the reason why it's important to love and and pray for for our enemies. Because the fact of the matter is is that I don't know about anybody else, <laughs> but I just don't have the heart. Every individual, I believe, deserves greatness. They deserve excellence. <laughs> and so this particular scripture, Matthew 17 and 19, it struck, it strikes hard for me because I don't want to see people, you know, die and, you know, have a lifespan, eternal lifespan of gnashing of teeth, you know, trying to die and can't die because, you know, um, they didn't make it in. But, you know, that is the reality that it's either heaven or hell. And I just don't want to see. And it's not the point of me. Not wanting to see people go to hell and to the point where I'm in denial that it is even a hell. There is a heaven and there is a hell, there is no in-between. Okay, there is no purgatory. Can't, you know, you can't try to fix things in the middle. It's this life and that's it. But my heart goes out to souls so much that I don't want to see people giving it away and wasting it away just because of fun and you know, denial or bitterness. or even sadness sometimes, you know? So when it talks about Matthew 7 and 19, when it talks about every tree that doesn't bring forth good fruit, that's saying that an individual that just don't got no good in them, they're gonna be cut off. And they're going to the lake of fire. That's where the eternal resting place is going to be. And they're not going to be resting. This is why it's important for us to love our neighbors and to pray for them. Because we don't know what the final destination is going to be. And our hope and prayer should be that... They will make it in. How can they make it in? By committing their whole selves to, to God, believing that Jesus is the Christ that came to redeem us from our sins, that we may have a chance at life to, to be able to make it into heaven, and that our ultimate goal will be to glorify Him, glorify the Father, that in spite of any and everything that comes to serve as the idol and the God of our lives, that we that we cast it down and 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 speak to that thing and let it know that they, are, he or she or it is not the God of your life, but that Jesus, who is the Christ, the Messiah that came to die for that came and died for me, died for you, that that is the God that I serve. Point blank. That's how they're going to make it in. By them committing their whole selves to God, by changing their mindsets, that they're not thinking on a normal level day in and day out, but they're constantly going back to the Father for as the advisor, as the counselor, as the doctor, as the lawyer, seeing what he would ha- have for them to do. Submitting their lives to God so much that they that they make the decision to step into a new life, a new lifestyle, be reborn, not just by saying it, but by going into a liquid grave, coming up in the newness of life, and then having enough reverence of God to know that I need more. I can't just do this by myself, but through the uh, Holy Spirit, I'm able to have power to move on and be able to uh, talk right and walk right. I have the power to abstain evil when it comes my way. That is how. And that seems like a lot, but guess what? It takes a lot to live this life. It takes a God. Even just in, to say, okay, I'm going to love my enemies. I'm going to bless those that despitefully that uh, curse me. I'm going to do uh, good to those that uh, hate me. And I'm going to pray for those that despitefully use me and persecute me. I'm going to do all of that and more. And how am I going to do it? I can't do it by myself, but it's through the Holy Spirit that the Father has bestowed upon me that I've accepted that I'm able to do these things. I'm able to love, right? I'm able to bless others. I'm able to do good to those that dis- uh, to that that hate me, and pray for those that despitefully use me and persecute me. I'm able to do those things and more because Jesus reigns over my life. He's the one. A, a preacher that I just heard just recently said, because He resides in the temple, the temple of this body. He resides in me, and because of that, I'm able to do these things. But without Him glory be unto God. I know I am a witness. I'm telling you, this is my little testimony. I am a witness. It is only because of the grace of God. It's only because of his power within me that I'm able to do some of the things that I'm doing. Because a lot of times on topics like this, no way, no way. It's because of the fact of the Jesus in me and the Jesus that resides in me that I'm able, hallelujah, to have a heart that not to, not wanting to see others die in misery. Hallelujah, eternally. I don't want to see that. And it's not just because of me. I think a little bit of it is because of me, but to go out of my way to make sure, that's that's. That's because of the Holy Spirit that resides in me. It's because of the temple, hallelujah, that I strive to keep up with. Glory be unto God. I know that it is hard, but let me tell you if you don't have the Holy Spirit within you residing and and within you and God being within your temple, let me tell you something it is going to be hard it's going to be almost impossible. hallelujah, but if you would commit yourself to God, if you would make the choice to allow for him to be the ruler of your life, guess what? It's going to be possible because with God, all things are possible. You are able to go up that mountain of forgiveness. You're going to be able to be able to bless others that curse on curse you. You're going to be able to give goodness to others that uh, hate you. You're going to be able to pray, getting down on your knees, standing up, speaking in tongues, whatever it may be. You're going to be able to pray for others that despitefully use you and persecute you. And let me tell you something, the Holy Spirit is going to help you break that bitterness, that person that you dislike, that person that you can't stand. It's going to help you to see the goodness in them. Hallelujah. It's going to help you to see the soul that's residing within them. You're going to be able to do what Jesus did and forgive them for everything. You can't do it by yourself, but with God you're able to do it. That's the message for this week. Love your enemies and pray for them because they need you to do it. As always, be fully genuine and have a praise on your lips. Don't be cast into the fire. Bear good fruit. This is be Now I'm going to pray for you and I totally want for you to also Just think about different ones in your life that you know have served as enemies. Those that are still enemies and no longer around you. Those that are, used to be enemies, but now are your friends. I want you to think about family members as well as associates. People that are around you close by and those that are afar. I want you to put them in your mind and I want you just begin to pray with me. Some of you, have some bitter issues that need to be resolved. And you're not sure as of yet how it's gonna make any difference in the world that that bitterness reside. But let me just let you know that God doesn't want us to be bitter. He wants us to be healed. For those that have just recently been, you know, hurt or attacked, cursed, whatever it may be from your enemy, I want you to put that individual in your mind. And we're gonna forgive today. Because forgiveness is what we do. God forgave us. He sent his son to this world so that we may have life and have it more abundantly. Sometimes when we hold on to resentment, hold on to the weight emotionally, it takes a toll on us. But it also keeps those that are our enemies bound. And we don't want to serve within that capacity. So I ask that you pray with me as I pray. Heavenly Father, Lord God, we just thank you just for thinking about us enough to provide us with the message that our enemies need us. Because for some of us, we have served as the enemy. And therefore we know that it doesn't feel good to be held captive within someone else's emotions and not be forgiven, even though in your heart, you're sorry for the things that you've done. Lord, I ask, Lord God, that you send a healing balm as we pray, that the tears will fall, that the minds will be changed. Lord God, that hearts will begin to forgive. Regardless of the situations, the phones will begin to ring. Emails will be sent asking for forgiveness and also stating I forgive. Lord, I ask Lord God that you bring about a culture, hallelujah, that we strive to understand that our enemies need us. They need us. You informed us that you wanted us to love our enemies and you wanted us to bless them that curse us, that you wanted us to do good to them that hate us and that you wanted us to pray for them that despisefully use us and persecute us. Lord, we know that every tree that doesn't bring about good fruit will be cut off and cast down. The enemy wants for us to see death and torture and persecution to our enemies. But God, in order for us to be your children, we have to love even past our hurt. Lord, I ask, Lord God, that you would touch, Lord God, the wounds, hallelujah, the scars, hallelujah, that have accumulated through to faultiness of enemy work. But we want to arise from that hurt, Lord God, because we know that you are our healer, you are our protector, and most of all, you don't give us more than we can bear. Lord, you are our covering. So despite the fact that it hurt really bad, and we don't wanna let go of the animosity that comes along with it, Lord God, I, command them bodies and them souls and the minds to release and let go so that they can heal in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I'm asking, Lord God, that as people go to different ones and ask for forgiveness, hallelujah, Lord God, that the mindsets will be changed. Hallelujah. I'm asking for even for protection, God that those, hallelujah, that go and even ask, even if even if It means speaking into the atmosphere. God, I'm asking for protection over each individual that goes through the process of healing. God, I'm asking for people to fall down on their knees and just begin to pray for guidance of what to do next, Lord God, to ask, hallelujah, what they need to do to heal, to get away from the bitterness, hallelujah, that resides within them. God, I'm asking, hallelujah, for the souls of individuals that are a refuge, Hallelujah. That are refusing to move forward in their lives. Hallelujah. The missions and the journeys that you put them on, that they're refusing to move forward due to these pains and these scars and these wounds. Lord God, the, the chains will begin to fall off, that the jail cells will begin to open. Hallelujah. And that freedom, hallelujah, and liberty, hallelujah, will come forth. Lord, we asking in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, for even our government, Lord, Lord God, for the animosity and, and the strife and the malice that seems to be integrated within our government system, Lord God, Lord God, we're asking for peace, Jesus. You told us, hallelujah, that we had to pray for peace. Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, give our government leaders the mindset that is needed, Lord God, integrating, hallelujah, positive vibes within them, Jesus. Lord God, that they will walk right and talk right and do what they have been called to do. Lord, we ask and even that you would touch, Lord God, our churches in a mighty way, God. For those that come in and come out, hallelujah, and don't have anything that they carry along with them, God, I'm asking that there will be effectiveness, Lord God, that is uh, springing forth, Lord God, that when people come in, they come with an expectation and don't leave until they receive it. God, I'm asking even for, Lord God, that you to revive us in the mighty name of Jesus. Give us, hallelujah, hallelujah, the earnest desire to seek you and seek you fully, Lord. We ask, Lord God, for those the prayer warriors, hallelujah, the missionaries and leaders, hallelujah, hallelujah, that you would revive us and refill us, Lord God, with your Holy Spirit so that we are maintaining, hallelujah, the fruits of the Spirit, hallelujah, that we are listening as you speak, hallelujah, and moving as you say, move, God, we ask, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, for those that are out there, hallelujah, and searching and trying to find you, hallelujah, and don't know which way to turn, hallelujah, that they will have faith, the the, uh, size of a grain of mustard seed, and they will call out your name, Jesus, so that they may be found. God, we're asking, hallelujah, for ways to be made, hallelujah, Lord God, because we know that you are able to do it and the more. God, we're asking in the mighty name of Jesus that you would continue to touch our children in a mighty way, hallelujah, that as we rise up, Lord God, and ask uh, 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 for forgiveness, Lord God. and loving our neighbors, that our children will see that very uh, uh, element, hallelujah, and will begin to reciprocate it as well, God, for those, hallelujah, those children that they are angry and they are are, uh, upset and don't know how to express themselves, Lord God, hallelujah, Lord God, give them that itch, hallelujah, just to say, I don't know, God, and I just need help, Lord God, and just hallelujah, glory be to your name, Lord God, that as you call on different ones to come to them and speak to them and touch them and hallelujah to be so that they may be able to feel the love of you. God, I ask Lord God, hallelujah, that those individuals, their ears will be open, hallelujah, and be receptive to the word and the call of God. Lord, I ask Lord God in the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah, that we will strive to be all that you would call, you have called us to be hallelujah, even on these journeys, hallelujah. Lord God, I ask that you touch the singles hallelujah in a mighty way each one, Lord God, you know what each one stands in the need of God, I'm asking that you would touch him and touch her, Lord God, Lord God the things in their hearts, Lord God the uh, the things that they need Lord God, that the hurts that they have, that have accumulated over the years, the bad relationship the lack of trust in others God, we're asking that you would touch them and begin to just resonate in them so that they can heal, so they can bring out their best selves, Lord God Lord God, I ask, Lord God, that they will continue Continue to stay busy so that they will know, Lord God, that they are worthy, hallelujah, of love, Lord God, but also that they shall give love, Lord God, and share what it is to share love, Lord God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we ask all these things in your name. We know that you are our God. You are our keeper. You are our saver. You are our redeemer. Hallelujah. God, we're asking, hallelujah, we're calling, coming to you, hallelujah, as humbly as we know how, Lord God. In these areas, all those that haven't been touched, Lord God, we're asking, Lord God, that you will continue to be our Lord and our King. Lord God, when the enemy comes in like a flood, that we may know that you will raise up that standard. Glory be to God. Lord God, continue to keep us in perfect peace so that our minds will be stayed on thee. We count it already done. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen.